Boom, there it is, ladies and gents, living my best life, and it's Friday, y'all. We're ready to rock and roll right before Memorial Day weekend. Let's get this show on the road. Some PR stuff for your business to help it grow. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, ladies and gents, let's do this thing. Here we go. Just a friendly reminder before we get started to like, share, and subscribe. Because every time you do, you help an entrepreneur find a customer and a customer find a solution to their problems. All right, ladies and gents, marketing is a broad term. And many business owners just don't know what marketing strategies and tactics to use. And today's guest specializes in PR and has been in the game for over 10 years. Her and her team have planned and produced virtual in-person events press conferences, digital campaigns, PR campaigns, TV commercials, and more. These are the tools that every small business needs, and today's guest makes it easy for small businesses to market like the big boys. So let's welcome to the show, from AppleSandOrangesPR.com, Amor Phillips! All right, Amor, welcome to the program. You ready to rock and roll? Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, let's do this thing. I love starting off with origin stories because in business, we all hit roadblocks. There's always imposter syndrome. There's always lack of motivation. There's always something that's going to stop us from doing what we got to do. But that why, that why is what pushes us forward. So my question to you is, why are you doing this? Because I want to know. Why, my big why? So I started in PR about 12 years ago. And my big why as to how I got here was that I was downsized from a corporate job. And then I saw that as an opportunity to go out on my own. And my big why was that I always wanted to create and build my own company. Mm. And that for me was, you know, just, just to have that freedom to be, and then also create opportunities for others. So my big why was building my foundation and then helping others do the same. All right. That's um, necessity almost, right? You were let go. I mean, uh, so this week, my, my seniors are graduating high school. I teach part-time. And the last thing we do is we play a game called Cash Flow. It's by a Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki uh-huh. uh, uh, author. And in it, there is this, this thing that happens. You can land on this spot and you get downsized, right? And so the way I explain it to my kids is exactly the way it happened to you. You're going about your life thinking that everything's fine. And all of uh-huh. a sudden, the boss calls you in and he's like, you know what? We're going to have to let you go. And you have to go out and fend for yourself. Now, in the game, you pay your monthly expenses and you lose two turns. In real life, mm-hmm. you really have to figure it out. So I'm going to ask you, when you first got that news, was it like, yay, I get to go out on my own and do a business, build a business? Or was it like, oh, shit, now what am I going to do? Yep, the latter. That was me. I was like, what? Are you serious? I was like, yeah, I was like, what am I going to do? This was like in 2008 during the Obama um, 
the big economic meltdown and I was scared. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, what am I going to do? I've been doing this for two years. And then I was doing other things for, you know, the previous years. It's like, so what am I going to do? But it wasn't just, it was just me. It just took me a couple of days to say, hey, this might be, you know, a great way for me to, to explore. Right. But at first I was like, mm, I was scared just like everybody else was. So when you started to, well, when you made the decision, right, and this is one of those things that I think every entrepreneur needs to understand. You made a decision and that you were going to make this happen. You might not have had it all figured out and knew exactly where you were going, but you decided that this is the route I was going to go in. Marketing is such a vast space. Why PR? Why PR? Because at that time when I was downsized from that 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 uh, other corporate job, I was working in the capacity of um, a PR consultant and an account manager for an architectural glass firm. So, and then also my studies was in PR and fashion merchandising. So that's, I didn't say, okay, let me just go and start a PR agency. I decided to go back and freelance and then just go back into fashion and go back into film and entertainment. And then what I did was those two years that I was, um, during those two years that I was um, laid off, I started like planning events and benefits and, and, and doing PR for independent filmmakers. And then I built up my client base for about a couple of years. And then I had, you know, a nice good um, handful of clients. And then from there, I decided to, to incorporate and launch the brand. But PR is something that I was doing, you know, in a sense before I started the company. So if I'm a small business owner, right, and mm -hmm. I'm ready to start quote, you know, air quotes, marketing, um, what's the difference? Help me explain to a new business owner, somebody who's just getting in the game, what is PR and why is it not, you know, traditional marketing or why isn't it like categorizing sales? Like what is PR and what can a business owner expect when going into public relations? Well, PR is, as it says, public relations, right? So it's managing the relations and communications between your organization and various publics. So the various publics could be the audience that you're trying to attract, your customers, um, it could be investors, and also the media. And so what you do is that you, you, you tell stories in a way that connects with people and then also helps you to build trust and also helps you to build up your profile that way you know people start to trust you they start to get to know your company right because they hear about you and they read about you and people will most likely trust you if they see you speaking on a on a subject right mm -hmm. or you're giving advice on a subject or if you were quoted in a newspaper or um, in a magazine Right. Because that's like a third party sort of verification about what you do. That's a third. That's the media saying, you know, showing you that this person is an expert at what they do. And as a result, people trust newspapers, newspapers, they trust the media. And so they would then, you know, get to know you and start to trust you. And that's one of the best ways for you to build as a company, whereas marketing is more about, um, you know, in, in a paid sense, 
what you're doing to reach those customers and to convert them, right? Mm. PR, you're building your integrity, you're building trust, you're building credibility, and you're really connecting and resonating with um, an audience in a way that you should, that would make them um, want to trust you and want to, to trust your brand. Help me, help me identify the difference here, right? Because um, I'm, I'm finding myself in this new generation, this Gen Z generation that doesn't really go out and watch TV, traditional right. TV. It's just not the same thing. So when it comes to PR, I mean, what's the difference between that and posting on my Snapchat, my Twitter, my LinkedIn, my TikTok? Uh, why is there a difference and... How how is that beneficial for me versus just social media? Well, well, there is a there is a cross also because right now you know things have really changed. So PR has gone from that traditional um, news segment or newspaper article or magazine to incorporating social media as well. And so now PR agencies and also the campaigns and the messaging that they're doing. Um, there's a social media component to it. So what I love about like Snapchat and um, Instagram and, and social media in general is that you could have these little short 10, 15, 20 second um, pieces of content that really, you know, shows you in the best light, really um, help people to connect with you. So social media is now also it's sort of the digital PR in a way. It's also incorporated into that. So, you know, using social media to connect with your audience, um, I think is one of the best ways to also kind of, you know, show them what it is that you can do and why you are the one that they should trust. So Snapchat is great. Instagram is even um, is also very good as well. I talk to a lot of different marketers and their biggest issue when they take on a client is that their client has zero digital footprint. They have a great business. They might be the great, uh, you know, technician in their in their particular operation, but they want to market their product. And then they sit back and they're like, "Cool, uh, show me your, you know, what do you got?" And they're like, "I got a logo and uh, and I have a social media page, but there's nothing on it. There's no content being created." Uh, so my question for you is when you pick on, when, when you take on a client, what is it that they pay you to do? If you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. That's one of my favorite characters. Me too. Um, Me too. And actors too. Yeah. So the, the question was, <laughs> that threw me off. Of the <laughs> no worries. No worries. What do you get paid to do? What is it? What is it that people come to you and, and like, what oh, do they yes. get? Yeah. So they come to me. Okay. So, um, I'll just give you, uh, two scenarios. Okay. So let's say you have the subject matter expert and they're really looking to build up their, their persona, their influence, uh, their corporate profile. So they would come to someone like myself or my agency and say, Hey, this is what I do. This is what I want to be known for. And this is what I've done so far. So what can we do to get me out there, get me on more platforms so people could hear my message, so people can see that I have great information, so people can learn about what I, the message or what it is that they do and benefit from that, right? And so what we would do is we would come up with a strategy, PR, um, as to the best way to do that. And that would include 
um, different types of platforms, um, earn media, of course. Uh, it would include social media. It would include events. So we would create a whole strategy with tactics and timelines and et cetera um, as to what we're going to do in the next six months to help them achieve some of those goals. And then at the end of the relationship with us, they, if we did a good job, they should have achieved at least a couple of their goals, right? And mm -hmm. so one could be they wanted to do a TED Talk right? Because that's going to help them do certain things. Or they want to do commentary on health on like a CNN segment or whatever that is. So at the end of that, that, that engagement with us, and they're able to accomplish those things, it then puts them in a, in a, um, a little bit of an elevated position as to where they were before. And then what we decide at the end of that is if we continue to build on what they have, or, or what we've achieved with them so far, or sometimes they will just continue on on their own. Now, the second scenario is a company um, that is looking for a PR agency to aid them in their growth strategy. Mm. This is the part that I like particularly. I like working with companies that have really big goals. They have long-term vision. And companies that are at that level they understand the power of public relations. They understand the power of PR and they really value that. Whereas a company that's just starting, they sometimes don't really understand, you know, what PR is and what it really does for them. So I like to work with the companies that are at that growth stage that are looking to add PR to their growth strategy um, to, com to uh, compete, to also build up their trust, their profile, and perhaps one of their goals is to go public in five years. Hmm. So they would start with a company, um, with a, a PR agency to help them with strategy that's going to complement um, their marketing and all of the other things that they're doing so that they can reach those long-term and short-term goals. And so our job is to, is to um, uh, position that client, right? By first starting with understanding what their messaging should be and what should their positioning be in their industry? Like, how are we going to position you? And once we figure that out, there's the branding component, right? Do we have the right branding components in place that is going to resonate with that audience and then also communicate that message? Hmm. And then once we have those two things done, we work on PR strategy and execution. And I like to tell my clients, PR is really for, um, for long term. It's not something that's quick. Of course, we have clients that come to us and their goal is to to launch a product or to have an event or they want press at the event. That's a short term thing, which I also love doing. But um, I think companies should really look at PR. If you're going to speak with a PR agency or PR company, make sure that they help you to really understand um, why you need PR or are you PR ready? That's a big one. Because sometimes companies are not ready or in the position for PR. We can help you get there or we can help you build what you need to do or what you need in order to start executing a PR strategy that's going to help you grow. Well, let's talk, let's hover on that because, I mean, that leads to the, the ideal client question, right? So you get to see mm -hmm. another slide for an ideal client, by the way. I'll drop it here in a second. But uh, And if you're a movie fan, you'll like this one too. But uh, but what does PR ready mean? Like, who's this ideal client that you're looking for that is PR ready? I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. So 
who is PR ready, right? PR ready would be first the, the subject matter expert or that company have a clear vision as to what they want, right? And ideally, we would like someone that's already branded. But sometimes if someone comes to us, they don't have positioning, they don't have messaging, they don't have branding, then they're not PR ready. Because there are companies who do work with, you know, clients that comes to them and says, hey, we want to get in this newspaper or this magazine, et cetera. And they would work with them. But what happens a lot of times is that they're not able to achieve certain goals because they don't have a foundation on which to build a PR strategy. And so for me, a PR ready um, a company is sometimes a company that's at least three to five years in business. They have infrastructure. They already have built a brand or they need a little bit of help with the brand and they really understand the power of PR and how it's going to help them with their growth. That's what someone I'll consider to be PR ready. In some cases, some people are just starting out and they have the funds and they've raised the funds or they have funders or backers that's going to put money into their marketing. So when they come to us, they already have a budget and they say, okay, this is what we want. Can you help us get there? Mm. That's a company that we can work with. But then in terms of not being PR ready, as I mentioned, um, there are companies that come to us. They don't necessarily have good branding in place. They don't have the infrastructure to support a good PR program. And what I mean by that is, let's say you have a have cupcakes, right? You're good at baking the cupcakes. You don't necessarily have the infrastructure that you need. In case, let's say I start working with you, and I get you like on a food network. And then all, all of a sudden, sudden you start getting all these orders for cupcakes hmm. and you don't have the infrastructure um, to supply or keep up with that d demand for your cupcakes because they saw you in Food, uh, food Network, then that's going to hurt your company. Yeah. Right? That's going to cause problems. So what we do is we do a really, we do an assessment with potential clients. We ask them a series of questions. We then have a discovery call and we discuss where they are and where they're trying to go. And then we tell them, okay, this is, these are our suggestions. You may want to come back to us in six months, or we can help you with the foundation and the building blocks, which means your branding, your messaging, and your positioning. Well, let me, let me ask you from a, from a podcast perspective, right? Is it too ambitious of me to say, I want my podcast to be known worldwide or should i target it nationally or should i just focus on it locally will it make a difference in my pr campaign the scope of reach that i want mm -hmm. so i always say you know it's like movies right you start narrow and then you go wide right with mm -hmm. the release and and you know other things so i always say that uh start where you are so for example if a client comes to us I would focus more on, depending on who they are and what they do, I would focus more on the local press. And then once we, we, we start to get traction there, then we would look at regional, right? And then, um, and then national. And the reason why I say this is so that once we understand where they are and the infrastructure that they have, we have to operate or, or, or move in a pace that matches where they are. Mm. So if I start doing national campaigns and this 
companies only positioned to serve locally. Doesn't make sense. Right. But for you as a podcaster, um, your product is digital. It's on the web. So I would, you know, and, and it's all about business, right? And so business is national, business is international. So it makes sense for you to focus on a national audience. Unless there's something that you're trying to do locally, then that would just be another component or like a separate sort of campaign that you can do. Mm. But my assumption is that you want to, you know, you want to help the business community. You want to showcase businesses. And it doesn't matter if they're local or they're regional or national, unless there's a regional or local um, angle to what it is that you do. All right. Well, Amor, let's say, for example, you know, people are listening. They're like, you know what? It's about time that I get my stuff out. More people need to know about what I do. I think I'm ready to go. My my infrastructure is ready. I have processes and systems in place. We're ready to scale to take our business to the next level. What's the sales process like? How does what's what's it like working with you? It's a lot of people coming your way. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would open my door and I'll see all those people. So what is the process? So the process is um, when someone approaches us, the first thing is that we ask a series of questions. And those are questions that we ask to help us to kind of assess where you are, where you're trying to go, what it is that you need, and, you know, how we can work with you, right? Would you be a good fit? Then from there, once we have that information, we would, you know, do a little bit of a research and then we have what we call a discovery uh, call. Most people call it discovery call or some sort of a consultation. And that consultation is an opportunity for us to get to know you a little bit more and for us to just dig a little bit deeper um, past the information that you have provided to us. And then at the end of that conversation, we would, we would offer you like, you know, this is what we would suggest. We would suggest that we work with you for the next 21 days to come up with an ideal strategy that would help you with, you know, your branding, messaging, and positioning, and what we think we would do for PR. Or if it's a company that's already established, like you said, systems and processes, then it's like, let's get into a full uh, PR engagement. And then we're going to create a PR uh, strategy for you, depending on how long we're going to be working together. And um, after that, it would be an agreement. And then after the agreement, it's a party. It's a welcome call. And we get started and we start off with our our um, uh, the uh, ideation. And the ideation is where we have a really in-depth conversation and present to the client and talk about what they want to do. And then from there, we start to do our planning. And at the end of that planning process, we come back to the client with a plan and then talk about it. And then we make adjustments. Um, we, you know, the client gives us suggestions. Once they sign off, then we rock and roll. All right. All right. Now let's talk about that imposter syndrome that sets in for almost every entrepreneur, right? They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I need to do PR. Yeah. I think I'm in a position, but Maybe I'm not camera ready. Maybe I'm not podcast voice ready. Maybe I'm afraid to be on the stage. Like, you know, there are a lot of people who just don't feel worthy or ready to do that. You have been able to take your business from nothing to 
building a, an agency that is helping so many people. I'm sure you have stories of the same types of things. What kinds of uh, stories, accomplishments have you uh, worked with or gone through personally that people can kind of take a look at and say, look, if they can do it, I can do it. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Well, in terms of some stories and accomplishments, I could tell you that it has not been an easy road um, for me since I started. I would say um, it's, I think I'm going on 11 years or 12 years in business. And so it's only over the last, I would say, three years that, you know, I started to see some, you know, it, it just felt, I felt like I was in a good place then. But those first five to 10 years um, are rough. And if you get get past the first one to five, I think they say, um, those are also were very, very challenging. So I faced, you know, many, many challenges in my business. I faced not being able to, to get enough clients sometimes to, to meet uh, certain obligations. Um, sometimes there's issues that you may have with, you know, finding the right people to work with. And right now I have a really, really awesome team that's been, been with me for several years right now. And one of the other things that I would say that's really been uh, challenging is that you're going to go through, like COVID was kind of rough that period mm -hmm. of time. But I will also say that out of that, it, it really gave me more insight into my business and really how I was doing business. And over those last two years during COVID, I took a lot of that time to um, reorganize my business in terms of infrastructure and how I was doing things, the type of clients I was working with, because there's some clients that you would really like to fire. Um, <laughs> and I started to really understand my worth in the partnerships that I was getting involved in. And I really started to step up to that. And that really led me to working with clients that I don't want to use the word worthy, but the clients that were in the position to where my services or my expertise would be beneficial to them. Mm -hmm. Whereas with previous relationships, it might've been premature. Maybe that, that company was not in that position, but at the time, maybe 10 years ago, I may not even had that insight to say, hey, this is where you are and this is what we need to do. So what I would say to a lot of biz, um, business owners is there's going to be a lot of challenges. But one of the things you can do is to do as many courses on business as you can, um, have mentors, and then also get onto podcasts like podcasts like this and listen to the small business owners and get insight and tips from them as well. And just understand that it's always going to be, there's always going to be something, you know, I reached, I reached 10 years in business that that is monumental, right? For a lot of people. Cause when I say, oh, I'm 10 years, they're like, wow. But with 10 years in business comes other things, other issues. Yep. So I would say um, there's always going to be challenges, but the thing is, you know, make sure that you are mentally um, ready for it and make sure that it's something that you want. Make sure that there's a, a bigger why than money, because after a while, the, it, it wasn't about money for me anymore. It was more about the relationships and what I could build because I want to build a legacy, right? My main goal is to 
help emerging brands go from unknown to iconic. Mm. And so that's part of the reason over the last couple of years why I changed my positioning. I'm right now rebranding my entire company as well. So I've changed my positioning because I want to work with companies that really are ready. I want to play a big game, put it that way. And I want to work with companies that are that are looking to do so. And for example, that could be like going public in five years, um, getting a certain amount of investors, raising money, because when you're raising money, PR is really, really important, right? With your reputation. Yep. And so I'm looking to work with companies that are, I'm not saying large companies, but you know, they're special and they, they really want to, you know, go you places know. and they understand their worth. Self-awareness is important, right? Even in business, you were mm -hmm. developing your skills. When you jumped into building your own business, like most of us, we suck at first. We, we yeah, have a I skill set, but we haven't really developed our voice, our passion, our, our purpose. And I think now at this point in your business, you know exactly what you're good at and what you don't want to spend your time on. And so that rebranding, that repurpose is not really for everybody else is really for you. You want mm -hmm. to provide the best for your clients at all times. And this is the avenue. This is what I want you to know. I am good at this thing. And public mm -hmm. relations helps you do that. Hello world. I yeah. am a great yeah. podcast host. I yeah. am a great PR person. I am a great, whatever it is that you want to do. And that's the message that we need to get out. Um, our thing is making sure that we provide a an awesome podcast experience for our guests. Before we head out, I want to make sure I ask you um, if there's anything that maybe I didn't get to or something that you wanted to get out to the audience before we head out. Any final thoughts? So my final thoughts are if you are out there and you're watching and you're trying to build a business, whatever that may be, and you have a dream, I would say go after it because um, a lot of people think about failing, right? And what if I fail or what if this, I failed so many times on my way up. So I would say, go after it, position, put yourself in a position to where you can um, meet some of the right people that can help you along the way. Because right now, also what I do is I like to talk to small businesses that are just getting started to help them avoid some of the, the, the trials and tribulations that I had. Right. So if I had someone to tell me half the things that I know now, I think I'd be much further along. But I do appreciate where I am. And I would say no matter where you are, um, the other thing is don't compare yourself to others. Very big mistake. Stay in your lane and understand that there's plenty for everyone. Mm -hmm. We're all unique. We all bring something to the table. I know a lot of other PR people that I really admire, that I learn a lot from, that if I'm working on a project and I really want to deliver it to the client and I, I think I'm lacking in, in one way, I reach, I reach out to them and I say, hey, I'm doing this. I really know how to do the strategy, but I'm just going to need your help on, on you know, X, Y, Z. And there is something called competition. But because you're doing the same type of business as somebody, it doesn't mean that they have to be your competitor. They could be somebody that you learn from or someone mm -hmm. that you can partner with to grow your business even bigger. So stay in your own lane. Don't compare yourself to others and embrace competition. Yep. And it's not if you're going to fail. 
it's how many times can you fail? Because the longer, yeah. the more times you fail, that's a lesson that you're learning and you're getting better. I mean, I love yeah. how uh, Will Smith had this thing where he's talking about working out and he's like, that's controlled failure. You literally push yourself till your muscles fail, but mm-hmm. that's how you grow. That's how you build them. You tear them down and they get, they come back stronger. And we're doing the same thing when we're flexing our business muscles, right? You're going mm-hmm. to fail. Your objective is not if, it's how fast can you control this failure, learn yeah. from it, and get better. All right, Amor, I told you at the beginning my goal was to have you talk about your business in the best light possible, that I wanted to set the bar way up here for podcasts. Uh, so my question to you, since we love video testimonials, was what was your experience like on the Business Bros podcast? My experience was phenomenal. Um, I love your humor. <laughs> Uh, but my, my experience here was really awesome. I felt like, you know, the questions and, and the conversation was beneficial to the people that are watching. And I really love the energy or excitement. And I really love what you guys are doing. And it's, it's just really awesome. And um, I am one of your biggest fans now. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're right. When you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. So I will say, Business Bros is the number one business podcast in the world. Get on the Business Bros. Woo! All right, Amor, thank you very much. You heard it, ladies and gents. Hop on. You can get on the show. Go to businessbros.biz. The only criteria is that you are an entrepreneur. If you're out there in the trenches doing the work, I don't care if you're a startup or you sold your company IPO for millions of dollars, I want to hear your story just like Amor. And guess what? She wants to tell your story. That's what PR is all about. So if you guys are interested in getting your message out into the industry, right? Making yourself that subject matter expert. You might know you're good, but nobody else does yet. Make sure you guys go to applesandorangespr.com, applesandorangespr.com. And you can follow her on social, the iconic Amor on social media, Ladies and gents, thank you very much for tuning in today. Amor, thank you for sharing your story. And we'll see you guys again on Yana. Well, take care. Bye. Peace. And we're out. Thanks for watching the Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with the Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.